Yeah, it's huge. Welcome back to another episode of Talking That Ishi Scheme Podcast. We are back in the building, in the safe place we call... Treetops. That's right. Treetop Studios yeah. back in the building. Hers in her place, mine in my place, but we're still here together. Still <laughs> testing this, that. And you made me pause. I'm like, wait, am I supposed to say it or oh. not? <laughs> yeah. No, I went like that. Like, go. Oh. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Talking at Asian Skiing Podcast. We are back in the building, in the safe space we call Treetop Studios. <laughs> I just went. I went. I meant to go like that. But I guess I just went like that. But no, that that, I'm not. I'm not going to edit that anyway. So yeah. Anyway, welcome back, guys. Um, Ish, good job last week. Even though it was the the shortest uh, podcast of all time. Thank you, sir. I tried my best, and I just for the life of me could not continue talking to myself any longer than I did. <laughs> no, but you did good though. I, I kind of liked it. it. It was it was fun and stuff. So I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the topic by far. It was um absolutely phenomenal. Um, I I, I really wanted to touch like really touch base on it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just something that um. We really didn't talk about it. What do you think about like that? No, I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. And then and the point that you kind of had me like, oh man, I wish was uh when you said, you know, there's gonna be dumb people or guys that would react like, Yeah, ma, I got you, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there is gonna be those guys because they already know what type of female they're gonna deal with. Yep. Pretty much I'm gonna spend this and then I'm out. Mm-hmm. And then she stuck with niggas ain't shit, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that same cycle. So that's that's the stuff that I thought. And then as for the guy who, um, you know what I'm saying, who got, you know, I sort of, I guess you can say exploited by mm-hmm. a friend who posted on, on the gram and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it could be discouraging. Hopefully that guy doesn't get discouraged, but it could be something as simple as, you know, just brush it off, which I know is hard, but you kind of get the idea of what woman you don't want to deal with. I feel like also like from a guy's perspective, at least as far as he goes, mm-hmm. I guess the effects on him would also be determined by his strength and experience. Like, you know, if he doesn't give a fuck because he stands by what, you know, he believes, then yeah, maybe he'll be okay. But then you have a lot of guys out there who don't think like that. And if they're exploited, as far as like the name goes, the picture goes, it's out there for so many people to see. It can be embarrassing, especially when somebody's calling you out of your name or calling you childish and you're literally just trying to get to know somebody. That's embarrassing. I'll sue the shit out of her, though. That's for sure. For real. <laughs> and then when the other thing that I, I kind of thought about, too, was, um, damn, it just, when you were talking, I was like, yeah, that was a good, another good point, too, and now I just can't remember. What, his strength? No. God, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. Hmm. What was it? It it was just, I mean, I, I know if I talk, it'll come back to me, but it was just that whole experience of just, oh, you know, oh, that's what it see. I knew it. So normally, like, for example, like you said, ice cream, right? Now, to mm-hmm. me, think all the small things is what, what makes the starting of a relationship kind of awesome, right? Mm-hmm. So like, for example, I just had a friend who, who had a date and the, and the guy was arrogant he was like on some machismo trying to do all this and that, right? And I'm saying to myself, I kind of thought about you when I said, damn, man, usually the small things in my experience has been the walks. So mm-hmm. like once again, I bring up my ex-wife. So my ex-wife, took we took a, this is the longest walk I've ever taken in my life. 
it was pretty much from like 150 something street all the way to 59th street so that's like 100 blocks damn and it was just a walk mind mm -hmm. you we stopped along the way it was in the summertime too so stopped along the way got water the whole nine yards whatever i'm gonna say y'all were walking in that heat no nah, it wasn't up. it was one of those summer nights where where it's hot but then it's no humidity okay, so it's okay. cool at night thank god um but it was one of the longest walks and after that walk a relationship mm -hmm. 20 years deep you know what i mean mm -hmm. and, but it's true like it it doesn't have to be no extravagant shit every single time like come sit with me you know right. let's take that walk let's get to know each other on a deeper level right. but, and who doesn't like ice cream like if ice cream don't put a smile on your face then you evil you know what i mean you're gonna... <laughs> you ever had ice cream pissed off like never that's sad and unfortunate i feel bad for people like that well one more thing before we go, go into the to the topic at hand but the other stuff was like when you said you know ice cream like you said no to ice cream but you're expecting you know off the rip you want that five-star dinner right mm -hmm. in my head i was like man you, do, you don't even you don't even deserve that why should i give you all that exactly you anything yep. like all, all you're doing right now is like you might be looking cute and and whatever but you haven't earned that for me mm -hmm. to open up not only you know my heart obviously but but my wallet to say, yeah, yeah, you deserve this five-star dinner. Like, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shit makes no sense to me. So if you no, guys no. are out there spending five stars and all that and you ain't getting no bun. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's another topic. That's <laughs> but no, but that, that was it. I just wanted to touch base on this. So no, the topic was a great topic and we definitely could have talked like a, a whole lot about it. But Yeah, I'm sure we could have gone back and forth about that one. Yeah, so I'm kind of glad we touched base on it and stuff like that. So that's good. But what I mean by that is just even when things go right, there's certain people that it just continue with that negativity, starts mm -hmm. to feed and feed that negativity. And no matter what, it could be good, good things that are turning around and, and happening for that person, but that person finds a way to, to be negative. So yeah. that, 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 that was my whole premise. Uh, on this one is just taking that negativity and running with it and letting it control your, even when stuff is going good, you still find a way to put negative thoughts out there and stuff like that. So I just wanted to get your view on that and, and what you think about that. I just feel like, you know, and I know we've discussed this in the past as well, but I feel like for whatever reason, you know, human instinct or just i don't know what it is that we always hang on to the negative versus the positive it always outweighs the other um for example like <clears throat> i know someone who is studying for a test you know, or trying to get licensing in something and um they took the test the first time and failed it so now they're on their second go and they've been studying um but i'm like you know you aside from studying, you have to go in with a positive attitude. You know, it's like kind of your reinforcement and reassurance within yourself. Like go in there like, yes, I'm going to pass this. Um, as much as, you know, as much doubt as you have in your head, you want to go in there with the right attitude because the right attitude could curve things for you. And why not, you know? But <clears throat> this person's like, I am studying so much, but there's so much distraction. There's so much going on. I just know I'm going to fail it. And I'm so upset. I'm so pissed. Like, they're going into it already upset and aggravated, not knowing what the outcome is going to be. But I'm like, bro, like, 
you know, you can't have that kind of attitude because yes, that will affect, you know, your outcome at the end of the day. You're going to go in there with the attitude that it's not going to, you know, you're not going to succeed. Then yeah, you're probably not going to succeed because you already set that in stone for yourself from the get. And I feel like a lot of people have a tendency not only to hang on to the negative and pull negative out of positive situations, but also create negative scenarios like premeditated, um, which has a major effect on the outcome in any situation. Why we do that? I don't know. I, I can't say that I do that. I don't. I'm pretty optimistic, but I know a lot of people who do do that. And it's unfortunate because I feel like which I put a post up today on my poetry page about self-sabotage. I feel like it just ties into one another. Like, even if it's not premeditated negativity and it's a situation where something is so positive that comes out of it and they just have to pick out the negatives, like, yo, I, okay, we'll do the test thing. I passed the test, I can't believe it. Like, I'm so excited, but damn, man, like this fucking sucks. I got this wrong and that wrong, I could have done better. And then just shuts down their whole positive experience. Right. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, one thing that popped into my head, a few things, but hopefully I don't forget them because I'm so old. But <laughs> is uh, like you when you go to weddings, right? You go to a wedding, no matter if it's cool, whatever, to your liking, whatever, it's a wedding, right? You're getting free food, open bar, the whole nine yards, this, that, and the other. There's always that one person at the open bar be like, damn, man, this shit is cheap liquor. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's always yeah. that one. Or there's always that one that says, oh, her dress was a little, mm. mm-hmm. it didn't kind of, you know what I'm saying? And I'm saying, and I always say to myself, like, damn, man, they took time to consider you to invite you to their wedding, to their mm-hmm. special moment. And you out here just criticizing this, that, and the other. That's why when people, when people get married and they spend like, you know, 2,000, you know, 10,000, I didn't say 2,000, my bad. 20,000. I mean, people, some people do shit. Listen, listen, shout out to my ex-wife. You know, if I told you, look, I love jumping off this, but just just, just mindset, right? So uh-huh. when we got married, we got married in Old San Juan. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Rico, destination, everything was beautiful, right? Cool. Number two, we got married in the Old San Juan Church. So that's the oldest cathedral in, in uh, Old San Juan in Puerto Rico. That's right? Awesome. So, Oh, we got married there. Uh, I rented like this little mini type of villa. It was crazy, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the reception there the whole night. It was beautiful. Uh, the two chefs that cooked my food, amazing, right? If if I was to give you a guess of how much money we spent, what would you say? 5,000? 5,000 would have been nice, right? <laughs> Yo, no doubt. No, 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 I'm not even shitting you, Isha. I think I spent like $3,000. Really? Yep. And wow. mind you, until this day, mind you, I'm divorced already, right? <laughs> so it lasted a long time. But yo, people, every time we talk about like weddings and stuff like that, like my weddings just, it stands out because number one, I just invited people that were like this close, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like the church thing, like, ooh, he must have spent a grip on the church. Nah, it was a donation. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I think I made oh like, I think I made a two hundred dollar donation. Mind you, she got. I mean, some of the people that have gotten married there had like J Lo and in or one of her tenth weddings. I don't know which one it was, um, but I believe she got married to Mark Anthony in that one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But 
a lot of celebs have gotten married there. I just 200 million. You could have done a $10 do donation and been straight. I could have, but I wasn't going to do that because they, yeah. they were nice. Um, the food, but when I said two chefs, it was my mom and my aunt, the two best chefs I've known. <laughs> my life. And that was the thing that tipped me over. I'm like, oh, damn, he had chefs. Then he probably yeah. stuck more money. I'm saying, though, listen, each, when I tell you the food was all gone, like, you know, when like you look at the pots and they scrape the pot, mm -hmm. all gone. Everything was gone. The cake was amazing like it was everything was good so yeah nah, it was good but that's what i'm saying right like when people get invited to places and they just sit there and criticize and complain and bitch mm -hmm. and i'm saying to myself damn dog like this is what this is why i never wanted that type of wedding i didn't but, want to call freeloaders but it's just we, that, that negative energy but go ahead, go ahead we always say how okay there's good criticism and then there's envious criticism I feel like, you know, in situations as such, those people are really like, it's a reflection of themselves and the way they think and who they are, you know, inside, not what mm. they show on the outside. Like, if I'm going to sit here and be like, oh, they got this cheap ass, um, they, this cheap ass liquor, like this trashy ass food, that's me. I'm being mad judgmental and that's showing my character mm. and how negative I am or maybe the um what is that word damn what is that word <laughs> i just lost my myself no you would were you uh trying to refresh remember you're talking about being envious or, or yeah no i know i know what path i'm on but i forgot the word i wanted to use damn it anyways it, um so like people maybe they're you know when they exude that kind of energy they're it's a reflection on themselves and their character not necessarily what they actually think you know oh this is shitty liquor maybe they're just trying to make themselves look you know cooler better in front of other people like oh i could afford better like what the fuck and i know people that are like that and i hate that energy i i, I really do i mean i just, mm -hmm. I just hate a lot of negative negative energy like like when people, like the shit that bugs me out is like little things like if they see this shit is misplaced, right? And they see this, this phone is misplaced and they know it's misplaced, mm -hmm. like, somebody left it there, but they don't do nothing about it to put it in the right place. Mm -hmm. Because it, it, sometimes they think it's the pride. Like if I see litter, like if, I, if I'm walking somewhere and there's a big ass paper on the floor. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, honestly, eight out of 10 times, I'll probably pick it up and throw it in the trash. Mm -hmm. If I see trash nearby, it's not going to hurt my pride. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to say, oh, look at the bum ass picking up the paper. Like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's just negativity, man. Negativity rules are, for the most part, I mean, when we think about something, it's always negative. Mm -hmm. Like right now, for example, we're trying a new, uh, a new stream. It's called the StreamYard and we're trying it. Like at no time did I say like, damn, like I hope this shit works. All I said was, you know, I hope it's easy to plug in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I know it's been kind of tough, especially with the other one that we, the other service that we used for the, for the first two. Mm -hmm. We do two or three, two. Uh, we did. One full one and then yours. Yes, you're right. So yeah, so then we're trying this one, but at no time, I, it was just this one. I was just like, man, I just hope it's smoother. I don't have mm -hmm. to do extra steps, but. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just that that really freaking bothers me. It's just 
but that's the thing. Everybody takes their experience differently. Like, you know, we take it as we go and it is what it is kind of thing. And then you have other people who might be sitting here and be like, oh, I don't want to do this shit anymore. It's aggravating and I don't want to try another service. Let's just stick to this or, you know, just picking out that negativity instead of looking at the bright side. Like we're sitting here together. We're fortunate enough to be even doing that. Like, why not, you know, try shit out. Yeah. And that goes with anything in life. Like just give things chance, give things an opportunity because why not? And if something doesn't go the way you want it to go, that's okay. But that's the right. thing too. Like it's all about perspective and how you take things. Right. So Shorty should have Shorty should have gave money the uh, the chance with the little ice cream. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like she doesn't know what she could have gotten out of that. Yo, ice cream? You I'm married? That man is trying to get to know you, lady. You know, you know what's funny though? Like when remember when I said like, have you ever had ice cream upset? Right. Mm-hmm. This thought, other thought that came into my head. You know when you see a baby or a puppy. Like, um, like you see a baby or a okay. puppy, it doesn't matter. In like when you're in you're walking in a store or, or whatever, mm-hmm. and you see a baby and a puppy, your voice changes, right? Ooh, yeah. Look at the baby or oh look at the puppy, right? That's me every day with my sister's cats. Right. So if your <laughs> voice if your voice doesn't change, mm-hmm. something psychologically wrong with you. That's an interesting thought. Like have you ever said, Oh, look at the baby? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the puppy. Right, it's always oh, look at your baby. Oh, mm-hmm. It's like that excitement, that right, that drive. If, you, if you're just stone cold, like nah, yo, what's up, baby? Oh, what's up, puppy? <laughs> like you're a serial killer. That's straight up. Something <laughs> wrong with you, yo. I don't want to disagree with you, and I'm. I mean, it also I feel like depends on your personality because not everybody is like goofy and giddy like me. I'm mad silly and I'm mad goofy. Like I'm super like childish sometimes you know like i see the baby i'm like oh look at the baby like <laughs> and i just start wilding calling it mad nicknames like i don't even know the child and then you have other people who are just like i don't like kids yeah pretty much <laughs> like the, what's wrong with you the, the funny thing is with, with puppies, when i see dogs to me they're all puppies anyway it doesn't matter yeah when I look at dogs i don't even look at their owner <laughs> I get it. It's all about the dog. I've been uh-huh. with the puppy. Like I usually ask for permission, may I? And sometimes I don't even look at them. I just look at the puppy and I'd be like, may I? And mm-hmm. they'd be like, yeah. Ooh. And then I'd be like, what's what you know, what's the puppy's name? And then they'd be like Jeff or I was mm-hmm. always Jeff. Our dog is seven years old. She's getting old. And I, I call her, I'm always like, oh, mommy's baby, you know, just like walling out, like her big fat ass too. Like she's not even a little baby. The funny thing is um, my pepper just turned nine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's what, she's 56 or 62, 62, I think. Right? No, y- y'all the same age. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, you're about to get hung up. <laughs> I had, to, I had to do it. I had to. No, that was a good one. <laughs> but yeah, what? Nine times seven is sixty-two. Uh, I don't know. I was never good at math. Maybe. Maybe. So now we need a thesaurus and a calculator. Mm, sure do. So yeah, no, no, my pepper's getting up there too. All right, let's not talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> that's because you don't want me to throw shade at you. Oh, <laughs> my husband will be like this. Yeah, you know it. it's all good. Yeah. 
but it's all good. But yeah, no, just back to the um the negative act aspect and stuff. It's just it's just that it's it's real. So it's just we put so much time and energy into being negative and negative thoughts and stuff about you know if we if we have an idea all of a sudden we instead of thinking of what could, it could be we mm-hmm. always think of how about if this shit fails like yeah. it's always that right so one of the things too is like for example um just recently I had an interview and it just it just popped into my head right when when the guy told me hey, so what's plan B if this doesn't work out. You know what I'm saying? And, and my thing was like, my answer was like, that. there is no plan B. Mm-hmm. I concentrate on plan A. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't work out, then my next plan is plan A. There is no plan B. You mm-hmm. know? So I'm, I'm usually just focused on what's ahead. I can't, you know, I can't think of, all right, if this doesn't work out, then I'm going to have to go this route. Because you're already putting that negative. Because you're already saying, this is not going to work out, so I have to create another plan. I get that. Yeah. So, and that was my explanation to him. If I put my energy into these two places, right, mm-hmm. the one that I'm trying to get to, and if it doesn't work, the one that I'm now I'm going to divert to, then I'm not putting my all my energy into this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and that's what it is. It's 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 concentrating on the plan in front of you, and just having great thoughts. Like I said, every everything that I do, I I do it with the best of the of 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 the ability that I have. If it doesn't turn out in that result, then so be it. What did I learn from it, though? Right? So That's something. Okay. Right, Ed, I'm sorry. I feel like in that aspect, too, like that has a lot to do with manifestation. You know, like not sitting there and saying, if this doesn't work, then I'm going to have to do this. No, this is going to work, it's going to happen, and everything's going to be okay. It all starts with what, you know, words you're putting out into the air and your your thoughts, basically. Like, that's going to be the core of your success is the way you think and the way you speak to yourself, about yourself, to people. You know, it, that has so much to do. Like, that's like a base layer to your success, in my opinion. It is. It is. I, I think so, too. It's just the minute creep or that doubt creeps into your head, might mm-hmm. as well might as well not even try because you already said no you know exactly so just back to to other stuff that we've said in the past is when the, when i'm training someone and they go i coach i can't do that okay mm-hmm. don't do it because you already said you can't so mm-hmm. come on, go ahead go sit down and then they look at me like oh so what you wanted me to say oh no it's okay billy nah billy you already fucked up yeah. you already said you can't do it so why am i gonna let you try that's the thing, like, don't put that negativity in the air and you're going to be all right. But you have to, like, reassure yourself and you have to go in it full force, you know, headstrong, like, this is going to happen, this is going to work out. Right. That's the, that's the whole thing. It's just, I don't know why we just focus so much on, on the negative instead of thinking of what it could be, what result I can I can get from this, right? And even if you don't, what did I learn from it? Yeah. Well, sometimes too, I think about it. All right, maybe it wasn't meant for me, you know. So, like when people when people talk to me, all right, you know, whatever. How did you? Or like for example, we'll go back to interviews, right? All right, so you interviewed. What happened with that? Well, I interviewed the same way I normally do. Mm-hmm. A lot of energy, a lot of passion. Whatever the case is, if somebody likes that, it's whoever is receiving it on the other end, right? So yeah. They might, they might be like, Nah, this guy is too happy and shit like that. I don't like his happiness. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, right? So there's people out there like, yo, why are you so like you have you ever noticed like 
bringing negative shit to a, a, a space that's supposed to be positive, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we touched base on it, I don't know, maybe in a couple of episodes or whatever that we had in the past, but when that one person goes to the comedy club and they just ice grill, everybody else is laughing. They always that one dude that just be ice grilling. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is you there for? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the shit that bugs me out. Like, I just look at him and I, and then they become part of the joke. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, you went there, you spent money, you're spending money on liquor, you got dressed, you probably came with a date, and you're going to sit there and just ice grill because my man ain't funny. That's right? like, I think I told you about my experience recently. I went to, um, <clears throat> I went to the Stress Factory in New Brunswick mm-hmm. a couple months ago. And I don't know if I told you this or not, but I'm just going to say it again if I did. Um, there was this family sitting there and he starts saying jokes like about churches and, you know, religious people. Mm-hmm. And one lady, she literally got like pissed and she was like, you need to stop. And she was like, and he told her, he was like, this is a comedy show. Like, you know, if you can't handle it, why'd you come here? So then she gets up and starts walking out. And then her her family gets up. It was a whole entire table gets up and they start walking out behind her. And I guess her son or something, he was like, um, fuck you. Like that was, that wasn't right. He didn't even say anything like out of line. It was literally like comedy. It was funny shit, you know, but they took it personal. And it's like, what are you going there for bringing down, like making the whole environment awkward and negative? Like for what? It's not directed at you and your family. It's a general statement and not for nothing, but it's a comedy club. If that's not for you, then don't go to places like that because you're going to bring everyone else's vibe down with you. And that's wrong. And that's what I'm saying. That's it. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you, you bought that because that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's mm-hmm. the, the, you know what a comedy club is about. You're going to get jokes. You're going to get black jokes, white jokes, Chinese jokes, religion jokes, whatever. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's right? the problem. Like, I feel like with today's society too, everyone's so fucking sensitive with the fuck, everything, the races, the pronouns, all that bullshit. Like, get over listen, yourself. Listen, here's my thing, right? I just had a conversation about pronouns, right? Oh, here you go. No, 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 no. And this is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, I don't care. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what you identify as. I don't know either. Do you? You can identify as this. You can identify as a microphone. You can mm-hmm. identify as a falcon. I don't give a fuck, really. I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. Whatever pencil you want to be the next doggy puppy guy, do you? Whatever makes you happy, right? It's mm-hmm. not going to bother me. I don't care. What, what I do care is if I'm ever chilling somewhere and my daughters use the bathroom and I see a man going into a women's bathroom, then, then I'm going to care about your pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> So I can if, understand that. Right. So if it doesn't affect me, guy, you want to be you want to be a stick, go be a stick. And that's mm-hmm. all it is. So I know I, I totally understand where you're coming from because I mean I agree. I feel like you do what you want, but there are certain things that need to have boundaries, you know? Like I'm all for anything, like whatever. As long as it's not harming anyone, do whatever makes you happy, you know. So the whole conversation was this is comedy hour, y'all. This is comedy hour. So I guess the dude identified as they. So it wasn't him or him or she, it was they. Uh-huh. So, so I was like, all right, cool. You can identify as they, so you both. They and them and whom, him, him is the other. So it was like on some days you identify as he, someday as a she, and some days as they, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all right. I, I just, I, 
whatever you want to identify as, yeah, fuck it. Knock yourself out. I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> so, it's they. Like, I don't get the they. They is plural. I don't get any of it. I mean, I know it's controversial, but to be quite frank, pronouns really piss me the fuck off. <laughs> it's not for me. I think it's just, it's like all this sensitivity about everything. Like, shit used to be like, oh, that's funny. Like, you know, and like, no. No personal shots or nothing like that either. Like, it was just, like, funny shit. Things are different these days. It's so corny. People yeah. are just all, like, whack. It is. It's just funny because now that you're thinking comedy, I remember um, there's a comic called, uh, his name is Bill Burr. And he's off the, I don't know if you ever seen. That sounds super familiar, yeah. White dude, kind of look like me, bald, but he's red. He's he's a redhead, right? So oh. so he was like, yo, man, listen, I man. I thought you meant his face is red. No, no, he's a redhead. He's a ginger. <laughs> so he said some shit that until this day I crack up because it's true. So he goes, yo, white people, man, we got to we gotta do it like the black people do. Because if we do it like the black people do, then white people can keep their jobs. Mm-hmm. But what the black people do, when they talk about a certain race, right, they add the curse word in front of the race. Mm-hmm. Right? No, hold up. No, no, they add it at the back of the race. We white people put it in the front and that's what fucks us up. So he was like, I was chilling with some black guys and they was like, yeah, man, I was chilling one day and this Chinese motherfucker came up to me. <laughs> and now it's like, you're thinking, yeah, yo, what's up that Chinese dude? What he do, right? So now you're interested. Uh-huh. White people will go. <laughs> <laughs> white people will be like, yo, this fucking Chinese dude, whoa, <laughs> hold on. Like, hold, now it sounds totally different, right? Mm-hmm. But it was crazy. Matter of fact, that's funny. I had to think about that one, but that's funny. Right. So he didn't use Chinese. He actually, he used Asian. So he mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, man, I was, you know, this." Uh, he goes, "This uh, Asian motherfucker came up to me, and it's all good." Uh-huh. The minute you say "fucking Asian," ooh, hold on. <laughs> but that shit just made me laugh because it's true, right? So uh-huh. many people have lost their jobs because they don't know where to put the curse word at. That's funny. Like the black people, you know what I mean. <laughs> but, you know, some people might get uh, offended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta be careful. These yeah, days. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to get canceled. Shout out, shout out to the days, yo. I'd have been canceled a long time ago. I've got too many opinions on this sensitivity <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's for that that's that's for sure. So guys, listen, man, I know we've been talking about negativity and all kinds of comedy and stuff like that. So we're gonna take a little breaky break and then we'll be right back. More of this young lady on this side here, and more of this. You see, my head is shining because I'm giving you gems, holiness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Baldy. Yeah, yeah. Yo, <laughs> you see the love? You see the love? First of all, she talk about my age, like I'm 60-something. And now I love you. Now, yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. Stay tuned. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Skane here, back to let you know and remind you that my co-host Aisha has an amazing poetry book called Treetop Echoes. It is available now on Amazon as well as Barnes and Nobles. So if you're in the market for a new book, please pick it up. You will not be disappointed in this amazing poetry book. So the name of the book, once again, Treetop Echoes, available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Get your copy today.
Talking That Asian Skin podcast is now available on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcast. Say words, Skin. Word to Big Bird. So now our show, me and Ish, you know how we doing it. Talking That Asian Skin podcast is now available on Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. No excuse. You can't miss us. We there. We everywhere. Say word, Skin. Word to Big Bird. So we'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Peace. Hi, guys. Welcome back from the Rogate commercial. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to apply to Rogate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, the, and the Just for Men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's getting out of control. No but yeah, guys. No sponsorship. That shit is coming, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> I remember, I remember when I tagged you, uh, what was it, J.G. Wentworth? Remember that's that one? Like Dark Post, yeah. 877 yeah, like, That's right. We were about to get that. <laughs> I was about to go do the whole jingle. You just got me in my vibe. Yeah, that's why we uh, we switched from uh, Poland Springs to Essentials. You know what I mean? That's what we do. Big money. Perfect. Oh, we got the Costco brand in the house. <laughs> Big money waters. I don't got uh, money like you. <laughs> see i'm saying dnc being that negative man <laughs> but yeah now so we're talking about negativity and uh and the effects right yes, you know sir. what's funny um i was thinking about negativity over the weekend as well right from the last mm-hmm. time that, that we spoke about that we were going to talk about this uh topic i came across this thing and i was i was kind of hoping we would do the the podcast together in mm-hmm. person because i wanted to do this test on you oh Right, so I'm gonna explain it to you. So if you guys want to try it out there, I'm gonna try it on you eventually, or if you want to try it with a friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the whole the whole shit was just mindset, your mindset, right? So being negative. So the guy had the guy with his arms like a cross spread out, right? So let me, you guys can see me like that, right? But no, obviously I gotta be with you, but I'm just oh, giving okay. you a thing, right? So he had the guy, you know, spread his arms like that, mm-hmm. and then he told him just think of the best time that you ever had, something that made you feel euphoric, something that gave you so much energy and passion and you loved it, uh, just a bliss moment. And he thought about it. He says, you don't have to tell me, just think about it. Put yourself in that day that it was just like the best day on this planet, right? Dude had the arms like that and then he was pressing down on his arms and he couldn't, no matter how much pressure he had, his arm would not come down because he was Mm -hmm. just, and he had those thoughts of, of, of just being happy. Mm-hmm. And then he said, all right, cool, shake it off. Do the same exact thing. Now think of one of the moments that it was the worst moment of your life. Mm-hmm. And the guy thought about it. Actually, he didn't tell him. He just thought about it. He's like, you don't got to tell me. Just think about the worst day of your life. Same thing. He put the same pressure and his arm wouldn't stay up. It would come down. No really? matter how hard the guy tried, his arm just came down. And the guy was in disbelief. So his other friend came and he did the same exact thing. Think of the best time of your life. And it was the same result. The same result. Yeah, and we're going to try that out. Yeah, so it was like the whole video was just your mind, how powerful it is. How, Like you said, manifestation, putting yourself out there, giving your body that energy that mm-hmm. you need, right? So I know we, I know in one of the solo um, things that I did, when I thought, when I talked about the five, the high five habit of just high fiving yourself in in the mirror, um, you know, every time I, I, I 
you know, I feel like overwhelmed. I usually count down from five, four, three, two, one. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden that energy just changes. You know, another thing that I've been starting to do, which it sounds silly, but I did some research on it and it kind of helps you with that easing of those nervousness and, and, and those negative thoughts is just, just tapping yourself. Yeah. Right. And one of the best guys that does it is a freaking actor. What's his name? And that's the way he does his right before he. Uh, they is stay. it like a breathing exercise? No, it's it's a pat. It's like you tap yourself. Like you okay. could tap like, in your forehead, whatever. But he does it on his chest. And every time I got done this, put one hand on the belly here, one on the chest. Just take deep breaths, and it calms you down. And then when you start doing this, sometimes. Like I've done it, like when I'm at Red Bull games and I feel like so, uh, I don't know, or in other places, I, just, I start to tap, just to <clears throat> myself down. I'm trying to think of the actor, man. I wonder, yeah. is it like, um, like you gotta hit like specific pressure points kind of no. thing? Mm-mm. Okay. No, he just does it on his chest. And yeah. the funny thing is, in one of the movies, he was on uh, one of the Leo movies. He's a big actor too, so he's won an Oscar as well. Um, but he was in. He was in um, Wolf of Wall Street. and um, Oh, okay, with Leonardo? Oh, Leonardo. Yeah, right, no, no, it wasn't Leo. Oh. He was having, he was like sort of Leo's mentor. Oh, okay. He was having dinner with him, and then he taught, in that scene, he tells Leo, tap your chest, like, oh. And he does these stupid sounds. But then the reason why they put that in the movie is because right before they shot, he was doing that to his chest to calm him down, so to get him focused. Yeah. Leo was like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, that's how I do it, to blah, 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 blah. And then Leo was like, let's keep that in the movie. Wow. Between that's him and stuff. And then that's how they did it. Damn, I'm trying to forget. I'm going to Google this freaking actor's name. But it's just something as simple as that, right? The mindset was um, of, um, damn, what the fuck is his name? I'm literally pulling it up right now. Right. Um, when you say his name, I'm gonna be like, you freaking dude. Because he's Martin a Martin Scorsese? No, no, he, he's the director. Oh, Jonah Hill, Matthew McConaughey. Yes, Matthew. Matthew? Yeah, <laughs> that's, his, that's his thing. He taps himself on, on the chest. He does these little sounds and stuff in order for him to get focused on the, uh, on the project that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something that, that I got from him and I remember him, I, I came across that a long time ago, but it was just like, I do it not pounding myself, but sort of an open-handed, just to sort of calm those negative thoughts. Every time I'm trying to have a negative thought, I try to like, nah, dog, like, I, sometimes I even got to check myself, like, all right, dog, like, chill, you wilding right now. You know what I mean? That's that so interesting. I mean, that's the thing, though. I guess, like, everybody has their thing that they do or practice, whatever it is, whether it's going to calm your nerves or put you in a more positive mindset, you know, you got to find it for yourself. Everyone is different. If it's, it's going to take practice, so be it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's just, you know, once again, what, you know, what we say is putting so much energy into the negativity that Mm -hmm. that it's just bugged out to me. It's just absolutely out. You know, you saying that, like, I think that's the one key thing drives me crazy how could you find the time and energy to put into like being negative in any aspect? Like 
whether it's something that you're going after or if it's just your general personality to pick up on the negative over the positive, just being a pessimist overall, like how do you find that in you? Because there's no way in hell I'm going to wake up and start my day on a bad note. If I start my day on a bad note, my entire day is going to be bad. It's bound. You know, it's all about how you wake up in the morning, how you carry yourself, how you present yourself. All of that comes down to, you know, your opportunities, the difficulties, your strengths, everything like that literally shapes all of that. You know, what's funny, another thought, right? Because it's just it's just the energy, right? So sometimes like when you wake up late, mm-hmm. you're like, fuck, I'm late and this, that and the other. So you already it's already negative, right? Mm-hmm. So you get in the car and you start driving. You hit every motherfucking red light known to man. I can't say I do that. Yo, every red light. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to work. And then you get behind people that are fucking slow as fuck because you already started on the wrong note. You woke up late. Yeah. And now you're behind everybody, right? But on the days when you wake up on time, you know, everything's good. Yo, you hit every green light to work, no problem. You get behind the quickest people. Mind you, you don't want to go. Yeah. You, know what you don't like your job, whatever the case is. But everything is green lit all the way to, to you. That's to why you. when I wake up and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be late to work. I'm like, well, since I'm late already, let me go get an iced coffee to make everything good. <laughs> I'm showing up late already. I might as well stop and get her <laughs> up. Yeah, you know what's funny, man? Shout out to all my finish line people, right? So these son of a bitches, and you know who you are, they will come late, right? Uh-huh. So they already know. Skin looked at his watch. You will walk in, oh, where? That's all you will hear, oh, where? They'll be like, yo, my bad, Skeen. You know what I mean? This, that, or the other. So I was like, all right, cool. So they will come out like, yeah, yo, my bad, Skeen. I woke up late. And you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? So I said, oh, all right, cool. You woke up late, but you have still had time to go get some breakfast. <laughs> you, still, <laughs> you still had time to get a little Starbucks. You know what I mean? Oh, no, hey, listen, I was late already, bro, so it don't matter, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> and for me, like, I get it. It depends on your role and your responsibilities. Uh-huh. For me, my boss is amazing. My job is amazing. Like, I know that even if I'm late, I'm going to get my work done, and right. I'm going to, you know, do handle my business and do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say, like, for me, if I – I'm running late to work. It's not like I'm running an hour late to work or anything like that. But if I'm running late, let me fucking get my iced coffee and, you know, make my day good. So so your coffee with the, what is it, two pumps of uh, something, something with a sprint of something, something and a splash of something, something? No, I don't. I mean, maybe my order is a little complicated, but it don't sound like that at all. <laughs> Yo, listen, man. <laughs> Starbucks is a special place, man. Like the only thing I get at Starbucks and, and people that know me. Starbucks. So the only shit I get at Star- Starbucks is uh, pup cups. <laughs> of course you do. That's for me. That's for me. It ain't no Wait, dog. what? what this for me. The pup cup. Just what do you cream. mean? <laughs> what? They're free. Are you kidding? You're serious yeah. right now? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that listens to, to this podcast, they're going to be like, yeah, yo, Oscar just be like, you're going yeah, to start like, oh, something wrong with this dude. Yeah, I just <laughs> a pup cup. Let me get a pup cup. And then they come back with it too. And I eat it. That, and then they have um those uh cheese and crackers with the little grapes. I feel like I know what you're talking about. They probably probably a lot of people overpass them anyway, because they, they go straight for the 
for the mm-hmm. latte and the two pumps of this and the sprinkle of that with a half of mocha and a half of this. Like, you God. just, damn, now you made me want it. I'm thinking about, they have this like spinach, like, I don't know, is it a spinach wrap with like feta cheese? I don't know what it is, but it's rocking. Heat yeah. it up. Oh my God. Bussing. <laughs> Hey, listen, man, I like my coffee light and sweet, you know what I mean? Like, I like smart women. But anyway, I don't go to Starbucks. Nah, nah, my, the best coffee, shout out to Wawa. A1. Okay. That's all, A1. Wawa be busting. But anyway, but yeah, yo, just um, negative, negative stuff, being a negative Nelly. But no, I mean, I agree with everything that we, we kind of talked about today. It's just mm-hmm. giving that energy to, to, to the wrong things in our life, you know what I mean? From whatever exactly. it could be, something so, ha- so 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 delightful as like, oh my god, I have a date. Mm-hmm. Right? So you have a date, cool. All right, so that should be promising, right? Well, nah, yo, I gotta. Well, what should I wear? Like, nah, this makes me look this, and this makes me look that. Or what he is he gonna think? First of all, the dude that's going with you, if you happen to be a female, he's just happy to be there. That's number one. Mm-hmm. You know, you're taking the time to 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 share with him. That's number two. Mm-hmm. Number three, if it's ice cream, is all good. <laughs> but no, that's what it is. No, even even in the right moment, in a good moment, we kind of start to put those barriers already. What if yeah. he doesn't like this? What if he doesn't like that? What? And we put so much energy into that instead of saying just just be yourself, right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason why he was attracted to you, or or you're or she's attracted to him. There's a reason. Now, mm-hmm. from that point on, whatever comes out of your mouth can be something totally different. Like, damn, this dude is just, you know, he could be good looking or this girl is good looking. But I've been on dates where when I'm talking and I'm just like, shit, you know. <laughs> like the same for me kind of thing. This shit right here remind me of Nickelodeon talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm trying to get sophisticated talk popping and it's just like, nah, this is all Nick at night, that type of thing. But yeah, it could be that. But still, we, you know, put negative thoughts and negative ideas into our head or sometimes we just put play the negative scenario in our heads before it even happens yeah if i'm trying to if i'm trying to ask you to do something i'm already saying well but if she says no Mm -hmm. and it's like self-doubt and fear right but you know sometimes in those situations you got to really take a step back and be like what's the worst that could happen right which is the aspect which is should be right. Which mm-hmm. is, so what's the worst that can happen? She says no. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm, exactly. What's the worst she, she it, that could happen? She she'll ask for her money back through a cash app. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just but no, it's it's just you know, that's all the thought. I, it was just that I said, you know what? Let's talk about it. Not that we're gonna get a result out of it, but just kind of expose it and just tell people, man, listen. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot of negativity in this world already to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, you turn on your you turn on your news. I don't know if people watch the news anymore, but the news happens on your phone. You know what I mean? And you get, you know, there there's stuff that that we laugh about because like, damn, like you really did that. You know what I'm saying? But there's some stuff that you kind of sit back and you'd be like, damn, man, that's whack. Like in your case, you know what I mean? The, the Twitter situation. Right? Was mm-hmm. it Twitter that you said that it was happening? Yeah, my friend said it was a, a trending thread on Twitter. Right. <laughs> Which is crazy, right? So we put so much energy into a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's, it's the same thing. When you turn on the news, everything is negative. Yo, they killed seven people, this, that, and the other. That You know what I mean? And then you'll get that one story. Well, this guy gives back to the community. 
And out of 10 stories, it was just one positive one. Mm -hmm. Or when athletes do great job in their community, uh, youth centers, whatever, you never hear about that. No. You know, if he gets accused, right. But if he gets accused of like uh, sexual harassment, now he's on every TV and and news outlet that's Mm -hmm. out there. And, you know, and unfortunately that's, that's what we crave about. Yeah. So like, for example, just another thought that I just had in my head, like, I try to separate the artist from the person, mm-hmm. right? And I think I've said it in the past. Like, for example, I'll take R. Kelly, right? Some people be like, oh, R. Kelly, you still listen to R. Kelly music? Yeah, I still listen to his music. His music was great. <laughs> the person wasn't great, mm-hmm. but the music was the music was epic, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing like it would be like, um, damn, I forgot to put a little thing in. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, for example, uh, Michael Jackson. Let's mm-hmm. just say, for example, right? He was never, he was he was accused and stuff like that, but we still rocking Billie Jean and, and all that, mm-hmm. right? Another one is Chris Brown, right? Yeah, he, he has his issues, but he's a great talent. Mm-hmm. So all his music, I'm bumping, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and all that. So it's just, we, we have to learn to separate that from that, from the artist, right? And then- yeah. Person separated because you the only reason you came across this person here is because of, of this person's art. It wasn't because of this person because you would have known him. But the mm-hmm. fact that he or she is famous, now you know what their art is about. And you know, people don't know how to separate that. There's mm-hmm. just this. So yeah, there's some nuts out there and stuff like that, and that they live the nutty life, but the art is still the art and you got to appreciate the art for what they left. So my mind's telling me no. <laughs> I, I swear my body. Thank you. <laughs> I was talking about, I had a conversation. If you were to walk anywhere and you walk in and they playing music and all of a sudden you hear my mind's telling me no. 9.9 out of 10 people from my body. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. And they would just rock out. No thought I this dude that pissed on little girls and stuff like that. Except <laughs> that pissed on them girls. Right? And and whatever, but you sent me oh. R. Kelly. That's what you're singing. And <laughs> that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. <laughs> Separate both. Stop being so goddamn negative. Oh my god, I can't take you. Yeah, that that, that was me and my negativity rant today. Yeah, I like it. That was pretty good. I kind of had that thought and I just wanted to share it with you and kind of touch topics on, on the topic that you had before, which is a great freaking topic. So I was like, oh, I missed it. But shout out so, to my boy for that one, because I was having a hard time figuring one out. No, that, that was really that was really good, because I didn't know. I was like, damn, I wonder what she's going to talk about. <laughs> and like when you posted the, the thing, you're like, yeah, done. So then I had to do the editing and I saw and you right away send me the the uh, the the title. And I was like, you know, what I said I was like, what was it? Dating bullies? Mm-hmm. Or something like, yeah, dating bullies, and I was like, "What? Like, what's up with the bullies? I love that." <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was great. So uh, it's kind of rough that I, I missed it, but we kind of touched base on it today, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, my girl. So this is another episode. I'm glad you guys yeah. tuned in. Um, thank you so much for supporting the cause. We really appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? I think we did shout them out last time around. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. All right. So they get another shout out and stuff. So we appreciate you guys tuning in on a weekly basis. Hopefully me and this young lady for the next one, for the next one, we'll be in the same room. 
Um, and then we'll go from there. So yeah, each hit him with the last words. And if you do hit him with the gem. I got you, my guy. I mean, as far as the last words go, if you find yourself being that pessimistic person, maybe this is the opportunity for you to actually sit back, reflect on yourself, your behavior, characteristics, and try to make a positive impact in your own life, you know, not anybody else or for anybody else for that matter. But sometimes, you know, starting with you will be the effect on everybody around you. So take this chance and work on you. The gem for today. A pessimist is one who makes difficulties of his opportunities. And an optimist is one who makes opportunities of his difficulties. I love that. That was good. I, I really like that. That's a that's a cherry on top of this topic. So, yeah, that's a good one. Marinate on that one, everybody. Um, mm -hmm. like I said, man, stop being negative. Put some positive out there in the world. Um, try to do your best, man. Even if it's a simple smile at a stranger, holding the door for somebody. And even if they don't say thank you, you know what I mean? Don't be quick to be like, yo, that's what I'm saying. Just be like, yo, you did good. And eventually mm -hmm. somebody's going to do good for you or to you. So, and uh, for those people out there who gets who gets those uh, who gets those uh, ice cream requests, yo man, say yeah to your boy, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> ice cream, yo! Shout out to Ralph's. If you had Ralph's, you know what I'm talking about. You no. love Ralph's. Oh, you always talking about Ralph's. Yo, Ra I just took my daughter to, to Ralph's, so they know what they you know. That's what you never been to Ralph's. I have. All right, so then go to Ralph's. I'm just saying, you love it. That's all. Ralph's. Ralph's is a non. <laughs> Not an official sponsor of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep it real. Stay tuned with us. We're going to try to get bigger and better with this stuff. Ish, always a pleasure to share Mike with you. Yes, sir. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Take care, guys. Peace. <laughs> Talking at Ish and Scheme. Show you right.